Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey, man. Got a radio show. Man, yeah, I do. Steve Harvey got a radio show because uh, I, I can't tell it to you any other way because God has been so, so very amazing to me. But the same God, and there is but one, that same God is, can, and will be amazing in your life if you just allow it to happen. You know, um, I was somewhere, you know, and I was driving uh, on the freeway somewhere, and I saw a billboard, uh, and it was a guy in a field on his knees. And on this billboard, it said something to the effect when when you've run out of answers, try prayer. And I was I was going uh, somewhere, and I, I don't even remember. I, I go so much, man. I I, anyway, I was just going somewhere, and I saw this billboard, and 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 I thought about that. And man, I I I cannot tell you how true of a statement that is. When you've run out of answers. When you don't know what to do, when you feel weak, when you are at a low point, when things just seem to keep happening to you and you don't understand why, prayer is an amazing weapon. Prayer is available to all of us. Here's the deal. You don't have to go through the all that you're going through alone. See, I'm talking to men, women, boys, girls, students, leaders, bosses, employees. I don't care what's happening. I don't care what your situation is. I don't care if your relationship is all jacked up. I don't care if your kids and your relationship is jacked up. I don't care if your relationship at work is shot. Your coworkers seem to always make you the buddy end of the joke. You always, somebody always talking about you behind your back. You're finding it more and more necessary to try to hold your head up and walk past these people when some days you can't even get your chin up off your chest. If, if, if you're a woman out there and you've been alone by yourself for so long and you're just tired of being alone, you really want a relationship. You really want to be have a, a mate. You want to meet your soulmate, whatever it is. Whatever it is, prayer is the answer. You, you are listening to a guy who is a direct recipient of prayer. I, I can't tell you anything that I've gotten out of that I didn't pray about. Oh, now, there are a lot of things. Hold on. Let me backtrack a little bit. There are a lot of things that have happened in my life that I've gotten past without praying because I think my mama was praying for me. And then there's this thing that God has called grace and mercy that he just somehow keeps us all waking up every day with our foot on some form of solid ground because he's just waiting on us to come to him. 
But y'all, if you can implement prayer into your day, every single day, and I'm talking about put it in there at the top of your day, put it in there in the middle of your day, put it in there when you close your day out, when you sitting at your desk and ain't nobody bothering you, that's a good time. Now look, you don't have to make no scene you ain't got to let everybody know, oh, I'm spiritual, I love God, look at me, oh, I'm down. You ain't got to do none of that. Matter of fact, don't do it for that reason. Because if that's your reason for doing it, that's going to be your reward. If you want somebody to just say, oh, they pray every, you know, they pray at lunch and they had a Bible on their desk and they have a bunch of highlights in it. If you're sitting it out there so people can see that that's what you do, then that's going to be your reward. Please know, you, 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 that's, that's going to be your reward. What I want you to do is pray. Ask God for the things, the desires of your heart. Have a faith. Believe in them. But pray earnestly, man. I mean, actually go at it with saying, hey, God, listen to me. I can't do this without you. I need your help. Listen, man, I know a lot of people that pray. I know a lot of it. If I told you the rich and famous that I talk to that pray constantly, it would amaze you. Go talk to God about it, man. Matter of fact, you done already got yourself into trouble. Go talk to God about it. You can't see no way out. You're in a situation, you're thinking about doing something straight crazy. Pump your brakes, partner. Slow down a little bit, my man. Slow down. Don't, don't. All you're going to do is make the situation worse. Go over there today and talk to God. Talk to God for real. Just, and look, man, you know what, man? Sometimes I've gone to God and I've just said, hey, God, I don't have a clue. Matter of fact, I'm so jacked up right now, God, I don't even really know what to ask you for. I just need some help. I'm so deep in some mess right now. Not only can I not see the way out, I can't see my way round. There's a, there's a poem called Invictus, and the opening line says, Out of the night that covers me, black as a pit from pole to pole, I thank God for whatever be for my unconquerable soul. That it, this line is so deep. It starts off saying, I am in deep trouble. I'm in a pit. Black as a pit from pole to pole. I'm talking about, man, from over there to over there. It's pitch black. And 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 man, that's man, you you ever been in that situation before, y'all? Because I have. I'm talking about. Black as a pit from pole to pole. God is there. God is available. God is always standing by. He just wants you to come to him. See, he been coming to you a whole lot of times. He's presented himself. I can't tell you how many times. He's shown you how good a God he is. He's given us all grace and mercy without us asking for it. He's gotten you through some things, and you looked at him, boy, oh, man, I don't know how the hell. Okay, that's cool. I'm cool. No, 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 no. That wasn't cool. That was God. Pray, man. 
when you're out of answers and you don't know what to do, pray. If you see some trouble coming, pray. If you already got into it, pray. If you don't know the answers, pray. If you can't see no way out, pray. Pray, man. Talk to God. Don't make a scene. Just talk to God. All right? Very important. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ride. This is Steve Harvey. Listen to me. I want to forewarn you about what's going to happen today, mm-hmm. but I can't because I don't know what it is that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is, uh-huh. it's mm-hmm. got to be funky. Make it funky. Make it funky. Make it funky. Make it funky. Stick your tongue out. Funky. Yeah, that's what it is. Shirley Strawberry, Carly Pharrell, Mississippi, Monica, Junior, Kia Spates, J. Anthony Brown, Nephew Tommy. Junior, uh, what's on your mind this morning? You know, I feel some type of way because, you know, like, I ain't the only sick person on the show. I'm not Uh the only one. You know, and I just feel some type of way because I feel like you would do more for Jandy Brown than you would for me. I really feel you would. I, I feel that way because oh, y'all been friends that long. That. But here the same sick. That. No, the same sick is the same sick. I should, I deserve the <laughs> same treatment Jay gets. I think that's what I Well, well <laughs> if you if you just said yourself mm-hmm. that you feel as though I would do more simply because I've known him longer, then you have your answer. Uh. <laughs> what, You're not what, denying what you it. <laughs> what yeah. do you want me to say? Yeah. I would say that yeah. you wouldn't go visit Jay and all that, like you, like you told me. No, so he's he not going to visit you. No, he's no. not going to visit you. That's, okay, no, so no, that's what, 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 what that is, I talk to him longer than you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because okay. you know you be moaning and stuff when you be talking. I'm not finna do that. Like what, Steve? What do you mean, Marty? He's Marty. What does it sound like, Steve? What hey, Junior, like how you doing, man? Junior, how you doing? Uh, I'm okay. I'm, you know, I'm okay. doing good. I'm fine. No, you know, okay. You can't, wait a minute. You can't wait a minute, take Shirley. that. No, Shirley. Well, what's the difference with Jay? With Jay? How Jay sound when you talk to him? Well, at okay. least when I call Jay, I know I'm talking to Bitter Man because I called him when he was in the hospital. I said, he answered the phone. Uh-huh. Blankety blank what? Yeah. <laughs> That's how he I call him in the hospital. And it start with an M. Blankety blank what? I said ain't this about nothing. He was man. mad in there. He was. I call your sick ass, you in the hospital. Now I got to be all types of MFs and everything that I call. And so then so then right away. Yeah, you know, you being in the hospital, if you cuss me. Yeah, I'm figuring that's what's much you must need to make you feel better. So here I go, <laughs> okay. and I let him have it. Yeah, yeah. We cussed, then we I laughed a little bit. <laughs> then when I hung up, he texted me back. Man, I really appreciate you checking on me. Yeah, <laughs> but when you call, you all have that kind of rapport. Yeah, and we've been yeah. that way. See, Junior, yeah. you ain't developed the rapport me and Jay got, so I ain't gonna. I'm gonna treat you different when you see. Yeah, I can tell. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you, but you here, ain't you? You're still working? So yeah, I'm still working. Obviously, I didn't fire you because of your illness. <laughs> All right, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour. Me, but I'm gonna look into it. Though. We got the nephew and run that prank back right after this. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? The title is Can mm-hmm. You Hear Me Now? Mm-hmm. Deacon Cat Dog, if you would. Hello? I'm trying to speak to Sister Lauren, please. Deacon? Uh, Sister Lauren, this is Brother Davis from the church. I don't know if you know me. You might know me when you see me, but I don't know if you just know me because we don't really interact that much at the church, but I wanted to give you a call. We got a, a bit of a problem going on. Okay. Okay, you got, you get, do you have a minute to talk? Well, apparently so, huh? All right. Now, how, how long have you been doing the, uh, the sign? You in the, you know, you in the ministry where you do the sign language for the church, and, um, you know, I, I noticed you up there at least two Sundays out of, a, uh, mm-hmm. out of the month. You've been doing it quite a while, am I right? So, yes, I've been doing this for over 10 years, but I'm a little bit confused as to why you're calling about this. I'm, I'm, I'm just a little bit confused. I don't know who you are. You say that I, if I see your face, I may know you, but I, oh, what, what does this have to do with anything of how long okay. I've been doing sign language? I know okay, sign language. So, I've been doing it for years. So how, how may I help you with this? Do you want to okay, learn sign so, language? No, no, I'm not trying to learn. In a sign language, do you do you know Miss? Uh, everybody call her Miss Myrtle. Do you know Miss Myrtle? Uh, yeah, I sure do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Miss Myrtle, that's 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 one of my aunties right there. Miss Myrtle is. Okay, All right? and, and, and she and, gave and, you my number to call me. I'm. I, what What do you need from me? Did she give you? No, my no, number? that's what I'm getting at. So, so you know, Miss, you know my, you know my aunt is, is deaf. You know she's hearing okay. impaired. You know that, right? Okay. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So. So here's a problem. Ain't Myrtle is telling us that you're not doing the sign language right during the service, and like you missing some things in the scripture or something. No, like no, the pastors. no, 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 no. That's incorrect. I've been doing this for a very long time, and I know what I'm doing. So how okay. do you? So she told you uh, to call uh, me to tell me that I'm not doing the sign language correctly. That's I, a little I, funny. Let, uh, uh-huh, let me say, yeah. let me say this to you. Let me say, I, I don't want us to get off on the wrong foot. Let me just say this to you. Once my, once my murder told us what was going on, you know, we then went to one of the deacons and asked him, you know, is there a way we can uh, have a meeting, you know, with, with, with sister Lauren so we can try to get this taken care of and, and talk okay. about it. He said, well, okay. won't you just, won't you just call and y'all can just work it out. And, and that's how I'm, I'm, I'm calling you now. I'm, I, okay. I hope I don't know if you're at work or whatever. I apologize, but I'm just trying to get to the bottom of. It. Now let me go and say this: If my ain't murder say that you ain't signing right, then my auntie ain't lying. That mean your ass. Excuse me. That mean you ain't signing right. Really? So the pastor couldn't come to me, but he, but you figured you would just call me and tell me that your auntie says that I'm doing it incorrectly. That doesn't make sense to me. How did she tell you that? Did she sign it to you? She signed language to her daughter. My, my, listen, you ain't got to worry about who she's signing to. What you need to worry about is getting your, sh- getting your stuff together, all right, and learning how to do this the correct way, so that my auntie can get, you know, my auntie needs to be getting the word like everybody else getting the word, but she not getting it because you, the word's getting lost in your hands. 
all I'm hearing is your voice is getting very loud, and you need to match my tone, young man. Okay, let's just start with that. What do you mean, match my, your ma- hold on, hold on. Match, match your tone, tone, young man? Yes. What is that? Match my tone because you're getting very loud, and I can't hear through all of that. All right. Okay. So I'm okay. Well, let me. Let me... I am I'm gonna say this to situation. You called my phone, correct? You have a problem that you're discussing with me, but you're getting more angry than anything else. How am I going to resolve this problem? I am trying to be as cordial. The way you resolve this problem is carry your ass back to science school so you can learn what you need to so my auntie can get the word. My auntie can't get the gospel because you're messing it up. God anointed me to do sign language at that church, and I've been doing it for a long time, and I will continue to do so. So don't call my phone telling me that I'm not doing something right. You know what? But do God know that you're not doing it right? Do God know that? Does God know that my ain't Myrtle not getting to work because of you? Name, young man, Jesus, please give me the strength to continue on with this conversation. But you know what, Lord? I'm going to be right back. Little m- let me tell you something. Don't you ever call my mother freaking phone talking about I ain't doing something. Man, if I see you in the street, this cane I have is going to go upside your damn head. Did I make myself clear? I cannot believe you talking to me like this. Oh, now you want to be calm. Now you're calm. Now you match my tone. I have engaged. I, I can't believe you just got through talking to me like that. Are we done here? So you think it's cool for you to tell the Lord, I'll be right back. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I needed a moment. I'm you human, right? We've been on this phone this long. You've been all skewing at me. I told you to match my tone. Match my tone. I am matching your tone. No. Can I, I say, can I, can I give you something else in this tone? Do you mind if I say something in this tone? You're going to hear a click and a die real quick. Go ahead. See what you have to say. I just want to tell you in this tone that your friend, Vonda Taylor, got me to prank phone call you. I am Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show in your tone. Jesus. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You have me on the break. Vonda? Vonda Taylor. Vonda Taylor. Tommy, you better not put this on the radio. You better not put this on the radio. Vonda, I'm going to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Radio. I'm not playing any games, Tommy. I think it's funny, but it's, this is my job here. Listen, everything is fine. I, you had me going there. I had to tell Jesus, give me a minute, because you was about to bring my pressure up. Oh, Lord have mercy. I don't even want to hear this, but I will be calling Bonda because I have some words for her ass. Oh, Lord, Lord, Father, Lord, Father please forgive me. Oh. Oh, Lord. Okay, get, okay, you got you to gotta do this for me in my tone, in my tone. In, Tell me in your tone, what is the baddest radio show in the land? In your tone. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> in my tone. <laughs> I did all that by myself. By my ignorant self, I did that. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you, brother. All right, coming up next, thank you, nephew. It is Ask the CLO with our Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building, ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, the 94th Annual Academy Awards is this Sunday in Hollywood. And guess what, guys? This year's producer of the Oscars is a black man, a super producer, and nephew Tommy's other boss. That's right. The one and only Will Packer. (laughs) 
And he's joining us as our special guest today. But right now, it is time for us to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. This one's from LaToya in Fairburn. LaToya writes, I'm a 44-year-old married woman, and I want my husband to be a little more romantic like he used to be. He's more of a get-to-it-and-go-to-sleep kind of person now. I want to wear lingerie for him and do some role-playing, but he's not with it. Is it possible to change him back into a romantic after 14 years? Yes, you can. Mm. Okay. Always remember this, ladies, and I'm not going to say it like I've said it before. I'm going to be in more of an Uncle Steve mode. Okay. You can train a man how to treat you. Mm. Amen. Just like men train you how to accept our behavior, Mm -hmm. you have more power to train a man how to treat you. And the way you do it is simple. When you stop accepting behavior that's unacceptable to you, he has no choice than to do it another way, or there will be consequences. Yes. That's simple. Men respond to pain, reward, and consequences. That's what we respond to. Pain, we respond to pain. Reward. We respond, and consequences. That's how we respond. Now, now you want to think it's another way? Go ahead and try it. Mm-hmm. So that's my suggestion. Yes, you can. You know, he All just right. want to he want to do it and get to it. Well, ain't no more of that. We're not doing it and getting to it. Right. She wants and to wear beautiful lingerie for him. All of I that. I want you to put it on and with some heels. <laughs> Come on out that bathroom, tippy-toeing, girl. <laughs> and bring that baby all with you. Aha! Come on. <laughs> all right. Moving on to Octavia in uh, Kansas City. Octavia writes, I am a personal chef. Uh, I was hired to cook for one of my parents' friends who happens to be married. The dinner is for him and another woman, though. Uh, I'm supposed to cook at the lady's house, and I'm conflicted about this. Should I tell him no? Look, you're the personal chef. You're not a marriage counselor. Hmm. Now, mm. if you want to get in the marriage counselor business, then get in it. You're a personal chef. Mm-hmm. Do your damn job. Now, if you, what? That ain't your business. Mm. Your okay. business is cooking food. See, that's what's wrong with people. You always want to do what you do if somebody else don't do what they do. What they got to do with you? You're the personal mm-hmm. chef. And okay. you got the job because your mama know the lady. Now, go on over there and cook. Hell. <laughs> Stupid ass always in somebody damn business. You're going to miss your money. He's going to hire somebody else. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. All right, CLO. Uh, Miss Joe in Virginia says, I'm a principal at a middle school, and one of my teachers had sex with me. He seduced me, and I told him it could only happen once. Now he's trying to blackmail me if I don't let him do it again. I'm in a leadership role. How do I control him? Well, you in the leadership role, he in the subservient role. What's the blackmail? Both of us ain't going to be working. Both of us ain't going to be working. Hmm. But hold on, sister, though. You got a trump card you can play. What's that, Steve? CLO. Mm. Mm. You know. What? You sure you was in your right mind when it happened? 
Oh. Oh, that ain't right. That ain't right. Oh. But see, but but see, but see, bro. Once you come with that blackmail game, oh, this what we doing? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. blackmail. I'm pressing charges. Now, now, what you gonna do? Wow. Oh, see, awesome. see what yeah. you can't do is you can't yeah. threaten the sister with the I'm a blackmail you cost you your job. Okay, cool. Now guess what? I'm pressing charges. See, yeah. you can't do the woman dirty and then and then not expect no dirt come back to you. That's, That's fact. Right. Mm-hmm. If you, if you gonna if you gonna try to trick trip me up, then the trip we are we playing trips now? Okay. Mm-hmm. So One gonna go worse control. than the other. All right, uh, Marlena in Salem, as we move on, says, My husband came home the other night and said he had been to a sip and paint with the fellas. Now, I Googled this, and it's actually that ladies and couples do, something that ladies, it's activity that ladies and couples do. He said uh, they went so his single friends could meet some ladies. And if I go to a single, uh, if I go to a cigar bar, to see single men, he just die. How do I get him to see he's wrong? Mm. What? <laughs> you need help in helping him see he wrong. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what she wants, Marlena. I don't even I don't even know why he used that. He, he ain't yeah. lied. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn mm-hmm. dog! I went to a sip and paint. What group of men goes goes to a damn sip and paint? <laughs> oh, it's a bunch of them. That's what they do now. That's the new oh, thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. What's, what's the packed. new thing? Sipping paint. So, so single guys can meet, single people can meet other singles. So they're sipping and painting. Mm. What's what's the painting paint. for? <laughs> well, you got <laughs> to do something. Right? It's an activity. <laughs> it's the activity. Yeah, it's the activity. Yeah, what to do. the hell happened to happy hour? <laughs> That's happening too. You can't paint at happy hour. What is we painting for? Look, men ain't interested in painting. Mm. If women are there, if if beautiful Man, women are there, y'all... sipping paint is the new ladies' night. That's what it is, really. Mm. It is. Yeah, see, but y'all let yeah. us tell you anything. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> down here to paint? We down here. Yeah. To, we we wax. <laughs> we rush what? strokes. We down here to wax and rush stroke. That's what we down here to do. We damn sure ain't down here to paint. Go ahead, Shirley. Well, I mean that's really it. That's a, that's the last one. So she wants to know if she goes to a cigar bar to see single men. You know he'd have a problem. So how does she get him to see that he's wrong? Go to the single. Go go to the cigar bar. What? Ain't, ain't done, don't nothing work better than reversing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. Whenever okay. I've done something that my wife didn't care for, and I'm mm-hmm. not talking about infidelity because we don't have that problem, but whenever I do something my wife don't care for, she reverses it on me. She says, mm-hmm. Steve, suppose I said that to you. Yeah. Wait, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. She said, okay, cool, exactly. All right, baby, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever she reverses it, I get it. Mm-hmm. Cause oh you nah. didn't get it before. You just well you know I, I didn't quite understand her point, but it be oh, well, it, 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 it it becomes very understandable when the point mm. is yours. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. See sure. that that's that's the beauty of an argument. If you don't understand their point, 
let them make it your point. I bet your ass gets to understand. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, super producer Will Packer will be our special guest right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, as promised, we got a special guest on the show. Super producer, got too many number one box office hits to name, so why bother? But now, it's about to add another hit to the repertoire. You know what? This dude, his ass, done, you know, you know, see, I, well, he gonna get an Oscar interview he hasn't gotten before. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to talk about from the bottom to the top. Well, you want to talk yeah. about from trying to convince them to, to being able to walk away. Well, you want to talk about somebody who know the whole route. I got him on this interview today. He is now the producer of the Oscars. Hold on, Woo. let me rephrase that. Yeah. He is now the producer of the damn Oscars this year. <laughs> He's joining us to tell it to tell us what it's like for him, what we can expect to see this Sunday night on the 94th Oscar Awards. Ladies and gentlemen, put your damn hands together. (laughs) Any other body part that you have that makes a smacking sound. Come on now. Oh, Lord. Put it all together. (laughs) And show your love for family, the one and only Mr. Will that damn packer. Let's hey. Start. Hey. Morning, morning. Hey, Will. Will, I got a new name for you. When I see you, I'm going to call you WAP. <laughs> wait, wait, WAP? Will, Will Oscar Packer. There we go. Okay. I got I got confused, Shirley. I thought I know what you thought. I know what you thought. I got embarrassed, Will. I was nervous. Well he said he he wanted people to start clapping all their body parts. You know, in Atlanta that get confusing because that's yeah. they know how to do it different. So Yeah. Amen. Big dog, appreciate you, man. Hey, man, congratulations, man. God dog. Thank boy. You, when I heard that I said, Oh hell no, we we done broke in now. Oh, we in there. We in there. We doing what it takes. Hey, man, look, hey, look. So this is the 94th Oscars. It's aired Sunday on ABC. Yes, sir. It's going to broadcast worldwide. Yep. March 27th. Yep. 8 p.m., 5 p.m. Pacific time. You got Wanda Sykes, Regina Hall, Amy Schumer as the host. Hey, man, what? How? When you got the call, man, how did you feel? Where were you when you got the call, and how did you react? Man, that's the perfect question. This is the biggest job I have ever had, Steve. And you know, y'all been rocking with me for a very long time. You, Tommy, Shirley, Carla, Junior, Monica, Jans, like y'all been rolling with your boy for a while. But when I got this call... I remember I was in Atlanta. Shout out to the ATL. I was in Atlanta. I was at home with my amazing wife, Heather. They called me, and they said, this is what we want you to do. And it's not just that it's me. Me 
and my longtime partner, Ryder Dye, Shayla Cowan. Steve, we are the first all-black producing team to wow. ever yes. produce the wow. Oscars in Go 94 years. Yes, sir. History. Yes, sir. The first all-black producer team. So listen, how did you feel, Will? Will yeah, amazing. Did... It, it, well, you know, I, I, I ain't gonna lie to you, Steve. I got nervous. I got nervous because I said, yeah. I said, you know, this is it, first of all, it's a, it's it's such a big job, but you know, the Oscars, it hadn't really connected with somebody with a lot of people, me included, for a while. So I said, you know, I don't. If I'm gonna do the Oscars, <laughs> I got to do it different. I'm not going to yeah. do it like everybody else did the Oscars. If I'm going to do the Oscars, I got to take some risks, I got to take some swings, and I got to make this thing have some real flavor. I'm not coming in here just to tiptoe and do it the same way and keep the status quo. If I come in here, I want to do this show, and I want to blow it out the box. I want people who have not watched the Oscars in years to say, I got to tune in to see what they're going to do, because Will Damn Packer is behind the scenes this year. What he going to do? And that's exactly what I said I to do. No, no, Will, Will. It ain't Will Damn Packer. It's WAP. It's Will Oscar Packer. Come on now. Come on now. WAP now. Monica, can we get some T-shirts? I need T-shirts with that, with why. Make sure the O is real big. I don't want to confuse nobody. I need the O to be big when I say why. <laughs> need the O real big. <laughs> hey, man, so, hey, okay, okay now, now, Will, you say you're going to do some things different. Yes, is, sir. Is Beyonce going to do it? Let me tell you something. For the first time in five years, listen to me, y'all. I need y'all to get ready. Sunday at 8 o'clock. It's been five years since the Queen Bee has performed on an award show. We have not seen her live. This is going to be the first time she ever performs the song Be Alive from the King Richard soundtrack. I got Beyonce on the show this Sunday night. You do not want to miss this. And she is bringing all kinds of fire. This is beyond. I got, and by the way, I got all my performance. I got Beyonce, I got Billie Eilish, I got Sebastian Yatra, I got nice. Reba McIntyre. Amazing, amazing. Oh, we we nice. we gonna do you know the song we don't talk about Bruno that all the kids they play seven million times and make you wanna mm-hmm. blow up the stereo. Yeah. I am doing the first live performance of We Don't Talk About Bruno. It's a lot of firsts on this show. But going back to your question, the answer is yes. Beyonce yes. on the Oscar yeah. this Sunday night. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Come on, queen. All yeah. hail to the queen. Yeah. See, man, I, I, I like that a lot because she knows the importance and the significance of moments. Hey, y'all, hey, hey stick around real, man. We're going to talk to you some more. We got Will Packing, everybody. We're talking about the 94th Oscar, and Big Wop is on it now. Yes, we'll be sir. right back with the Wop himself, Wop. Will Oscar Packer. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Uh, we back with Steve Harvey Morning Show. Our special guest this morning is the first African-American producer of the 94th Oscars. He brought in his longtime compadre and partner who has been with him all these years. Shayla has been with yep. him for almost uh, two decades Yes, Shayla's going to be making history as the first black female producer. Girl power. So, yes. But yes. you know, man, I got I, te- I got to take my hat Her off to story. you, Will, because you understand uh, the significance of moments also, just like Beyonce does. Beyonce's doing this because you're hosting the show, and she understands the significance. But for you to make mm-hmm. sure that Shayla had an opportunity 
is also groundbreaking. So we're going to mess around and get Queen is back for the, after five years of war show. We got Shayla coming in as a first black female producer. And uh, Jakanji Brown Jackson, she finna get confirmed as first black Supreme Court. Come on Whatever now. Whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have Ketanji. to know it. Yeah, see, I want to I want to talk for her on the hearing right now, but that's yes. you know that. Yes. So will hey man, so what was your thought when you were approaching these people? You got Beyonce, Billie Eilish, uh Reba McIntyre, pe- people like that. What was your yeah. thoughts on it? You know what? I wanted to make the show entertaining. I feel like for the past few years, the show has felt too inside Hollywood. It hasn't felt like mm-hmm. something that real people could tune in and have a good time watching the show. And we got a lot of amazing Oscar-nominated films. But whether you saw any of those films or not, if you love the movies, I want you to watch the show. So we gave it a very different approach this year. This year, you're going to see people on the show presenting, performing, that are aren't just movie people. You're going to see people from sports, from pop culture, from music. I got surprises. I got stuff that you're going to see. You're going to go, wow, Packer went there hmm. on the Oscar stage. No, but that's, that's what good, it takes. Man. But you know, Will, that's a good idea, man, because I don't watch a lot of movies. Best Supporting <laughs> Actress in Damn the Crichton of <laughs> foreign film about eating sushi. And you go, who? What? Well, what? That's <laughs> real. Going? That's real. This? So man, I think I think that's a really really smart idea, man. So this Sunday night, March 27th, the 94th Oscars will air live on ABC at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central Time, and it is produced by none of, none other than our boy, the one and only Wop Will Oscar <laughs> Packer. Come on, we want Wop. Hey, Will, congratulations, man. I love Congrats, you. Will. I appreciate yeah, you. Thank you, brother. family. Everybody tune in. I can't wait to hear what y'all think. We're going hard. We're going to represent. This show going to represent for us more than any other show in Oscars history. That much, I promise you. I love y'all. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Will Packer. Yeah. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, the confirmation hearings for Supreme Court Justice hopeful Katanji Brown-Jackson wrapped up yesterday. We'll discuss what's next right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the confirmation hearings wrapped up yesterday for Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson with testimony from the American Bar Association and outside witnesses. Uh, Jackson will be the first black woman to serve as a Supreme Court justice if she is confirmed. Senate Democrats are hoping to move swiftly to a nomination vote by the full Senate. Uh, the white Republican men's questions were harsh. We know that. But Katanji remained dignified and poised all week. Now, Tommy, you were just dying to say something during this whole thing. So, okay, now's your time. What did you want to say? Well, <laughs> no, what's going on here now, Shirley, is me and my constituents, the Senate, which is actually Junior and J. Anthony Brown, we are the content- uh, constituents. They are my constituents. We are the Senate. And right now we're thinking about letting Judge Steve, see if he can actually become one of the members of the Supreme Court. But of course, there's questions that have to be asked to Judge Steve. You understand? All right. So, yeah, yeah. We're having a political moment right here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, My first question right here is going to be this to you, uh, uh, Mr. Judge Steve. 
Do you plan on talking about my spouse or anybody else's spouse? Granted, you get this position in the Supreme Court. Yeah, I, I pretty much open to talk about anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh-huh. spouses, grouses, whatever I feel like. You know, if it's necessary to get justice bought, yeah, I'm planning on talking about anybody. Okay. It's your wife, Ted Cruz's wife. He 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 took it anyway. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Mr. Harvey, we've uh, we've checked your record. It's go. It goes back for years and years and years. So years and okay, just years. My question to you. <laughs> my question to you is. In a bag of jelly beans, do you have any objection to removing the black jelly beans out the bag? Do you have any <laughs> objection to that? Absolutely. So, so, you know, absolutely, I have a problem with that. Because since you checking records and everything, you can check my uh-huh. record. I'm always, matter of fact, I'm going to put the black jelly beans in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I, bring, I, bring, I bring pocket full of black jelly beans. Uh-huh. In there, and I put the black jelly beans in there just to piss the white jelly beans off. Yes, Justin. Yes. yes. Uh, okay, Mr. Harvey. Uh, listen, uh, you you're world renowned, real renowned uh, entertainer. You you do stand up. We know that for that for thirty years, and we know you you do one of the kings. Host, one of the kings, and you've done talk shows, but your education. Let's get to that. Mm. Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. it seems out of nowhere, you just became Judge Steve. What qualifies you for the Supreme Court? And you just, where did you go to law school? We haven't heard anything. I went no to record. school. I'm sorry, sir? I went to school. Uh, okay, law, law school? All them years, you trying to tell me that ain't nothing. Elementary, junior high, high Adam school. Up, baby. All them years, you told all that, yeah. That's education. All That's them, right. I was there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So proud. All right, man. let me ask you this question. I want to make Hold up. And had a GPA of 4.2. Now. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay. I, I totaled my GPA 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, and I had a 4.2. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Mr. Harvey, we want to know this. We got Clarence Thomas where we want him. We want to make sure you're going to cooperate and be on the same page that Clarence is on if we put you on this Supreme Court. Are you going to be the same kind of guy? You might well send me on the other side of the bench because I'm going to knock his ass out. Of the what? (laughs) On the bench. (laughs) B-E-N-C-H. That's what I said. I wanted it to be some confusion. Stop putting me on the other side of that bitch. Well, thank you for your very dignified responses. Uh, you held it together, uh, Judge Steve, and we appreciate You're welcome. that. You're welcome. <laughs> Coming up next, it is the nephew and the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is your place or mine. We'll get to that in just a bit. Your place or mine. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? LaRonda is my mm. girl. Oh. Did you hear what I said? 
Yeah. I'm not going to say it again. Yeah, I am going to say it again. LaRonda is my girl. I'm going to say it again. LaRonda is my girl. I shouldn't have to say it no more, should I? Should I have to say it anymore? Maybe one more time. LaRonda is my girl. Everybody clear. Crystal. L.A. Ronda. L.A. LaRonda. LaRonda is my girl. Cat dog, if you would. Hello? This call will be recorded and monitored. I have a collect call from Ronnie an inmate. If you would like to accept this and future collect calls, please press 4. Hello? 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 Yeah, yeah, hello. I'm, I'm trying to... This is Ronnie. Ronnie I'm trying to reach uh, LaRonda. LaRonda? Yeah. LaRonda. Do I have the wrong number? No, you, you got the right number, man. That's my wife. Uh, who is this? Okay, okay, okay. Hold, hold up now. This Ronnie right here. Now right. I'm I'm calling for LaRonda who who you know who? uh that was my girl before I got locked up. I'm trying <laughs> pump your brakes. Hold on, hold, hold on, man. Uh we've been married for about 2 years, man. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, man. You might have the wrong number. Okay, hold up then. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait 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 a minute. I know the LaRonda ain't man. I know the this like what? Say, man, hold up, man. Wait a minute. LaRonda is married? Yeah, man. Just in case you didn't hear me. LaRonda's married. We got a 16-month-old child, man. All right? And, and, and we've been married for two years. I don't know who you calling. I'm calling for LaRonda. I'm finna get up out this in six weeks. I've been, all I've, been, uh, I've been writing letters and all kind of stuff. Sending them to her mama house. Whoa, now, whoa, you trying whoa. to tell me? You trying whoa, to see? Well, you been sending what to her mama house? I've been sending letters. I've been sending letters since the day I got locked down. Wait a I've minute, homie. When you been? How, how long has it been since you been sending letters, man? I've been locked down for five years. Five years, and I've been sending letters. I don't miss one week without sending something to Laurent. All right. What's her mama name then? Ain't, ain't her mama name Miss? Hold on, man. You been sending letters to my girl's mama for? For five years. Five uh, years. I'm finna get out in six weeks. I've been locked down right at five years. No, nah, man. She ain't got no letters from you, man. You, She ain't got no letters. Uh, We've been together for two years, man. I'm sorry to break your heart. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me ask you this here, man. What, man? Hold up, because you you got me all f***ed up man, with this what? right here. Now, let me ask you this right here. How I know her mama name? How I know all this here, man? What 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 I'm trying to explain to you? I got the right person. I just I'm just blown away by you trying to tell me y'all married now. Yeah, we married now, happily married. Hey man, hey, you need to take your back to that cell, man, for real. Hey, hold up, cuz first of all, what you ain't finna do just come at me wrong. Now that what ain't finna happen now. Now I got a whole lot on my mind and a whole lot of stress. Now I'm gonna tell you this right here just to let you know how this finna to go. Now, don't go. Hmm? I'm finna be up out here in six weeks, and when I do get out, I am coming to see Laurent. Know that. I'm finna come out there and... Brother, man, look. Hey, you up here calling me with this ignorant stuff, man. That's what probably got your tail in jail anyway. Hey, man, hey, man listen. You come up here, you gonna wind up getting both put up in the penitentiary, man, because I ain't playing about my wife, man. Brother, you just need to go and chill out. After you get out of... Brother, stay somewhere, man. Look, don't, man. don't bring All right, man. Look, man, all I'm trying to do is... Hey, I don't care what you're trying to do. Try to keep your... That's all I'm trying to tell you to do. So we don't both end up in the penitentiary, man. 
or your might be in. You gonna end up in a grave if you keep testing me, man. I'm telling you, don't bring your here, bro. Just stay there, relax, breathe, enjoy the air, man. All right, that's all I'm saying. All right, man. That's it. Hey, hey, hey. What you ain't finna do is try to threaten me, fool. So you, hey, I, yo, I, homie, I, you up here talking about keep your man. Don't bring your here looking for no runner, cause I will put two up in your. I'm, I'm coming to you. see my girl. That's my girl. We've been married for two years. I'm trying to tell you, you better take your own somewhere. You, we will shut this down. Who you think I'm you talking? You. Who you think you talking to? I'm talking to a that's in jail. Don't drop the up your black. Look, man, I'm fixed to come home in six weeks, and I'm coming to see LaRonda, whether your like it or not, and I'm going to see her mama miss. What you ain't gonna do is get in the way of me and my girl, somebody I've been loving and writing letters to all this damn time I've been on lockdown. Man, bring your I will say it slow to you. Bring your and I swear to God, I will put your in the grave. That's where I'm gonna put you, homie. Who you, you think? Bring your bring you better stay up in the penitentiary. I'm coming down there to see my girl, see her mama, and get my girl back. My girl leaving with me. You know, the only thing you're gonna be seeing is the casket, because I'm putting your ass in there, man. You, I'm telling you, you bring your ass out of I swear to God, man, you knock on my door if you want to. I, I'm telling you, man, go to a mama house, I'm putting your ass down, homie. Don't, I'm not playing with you, man, all right? That's my girl, man. That is my girl. I will up. You ain't finna do nothing to me. You ain't finna do nothing but release my girl over to me. That's what you finna do. That's it. No, I'm gonna release a world in your ass you come to this Dude, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm telling you, man. I, boy, woo you, you keep around, man. I'll be waiting on you in six weeks. I'm gonna tell you that. I'll be waiting on you in six weeks. Bring your to my door. You won't be going nowhere else. I'm telling you that. You talking all this bad stuff on the phone. You ain't gonna do a thing when I get there. But give me my girl back. That's it. You, you ain't talking. You talking that behind the bars. You ain't. Listen, I got one more thing I need to say to you before I go back to my cell. Is you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Devin. Wait, 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 wait. What the Hold up, dog. Listen, this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Devin. Man, <laughs> y'all almost got him up. <laughs> I'm telling you, cuz, I was about to hit the jail, man. You I, might. I don't play that shit. Y'all need to stop playing these motherfucking games, man. I'm gonna kick down and Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm telling you, I was gonna go down. I'm going down in flames. <laughs> Boy, woo! Woo! Uh, let me, I need to breathe off this Man, go get man. you a drink, man. Uh, yeah, I need to get me some up in me, bro. I was about to count down six weeks on this don't you love it? You can tell when black people are like, woo, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that woo, <laughs> we can woo, can't we? But rubbing his thighs, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what, that's it's on the way. Man. <laughs> We ain't got nowhere to go after this except mm -mm. violence. <laughs> Tired so of talking on this phone. Get up in there. I'm finna get up in there. I'm finna get up in Nashville, Tennessee. That's April Fool's weekend.
two Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday. Friday sold out, Saturday sold out. First show on Sunday sold out. Nephew added another one Sunday night. Uh, I'm going to go on Where in you and at, put, off, put the Nashville, Tennessee, Zany's Comedy Club. I'm going to put in now to be off on Monday because I'm doing two on Sunday. I ain't no way I see me coming back up in here. Ooh, I don't see it. Why My not? mother called it years ago. <laughs> That's, I, I, I've, I've never done that. You ain't never I do, been me. I, do, I do them shows. <laughs> I, hello. 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 You ain't never been me. You understand what I'm saying. Boy, you don't, you don't know how hard it is being Tommy. Oh, Lord. You ain't never been a Tommy. <laughs> Could that be? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, today's Strawberry Letter, the subject, your place or mine, will get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter, and if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. Yeah, that's for you, Jade. This one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. Yes. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, your place or mine. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 57 and my boyfriend is 62. His grown children live with him, and my father lives with me. We can't catch a break when it's time to be intimate. I've tried to sneak out to the garage late at night and have my boyfriend meet me there, but if my dad hears the alarm chime, he's up and at him, trying to see what's going on. I snuck my man into my bedroom one night, and the next morning, my dad burst into the door uh, to tell me that um, he had cooked breakfast. I can't put him out because my mom did. I don't want to hurt his feelings because I've always been a daddy's girl. But at my age, it's time for him to cut the cut me loose so I can have some fun. I was married forever. And after my divorce, he became overprotective of me. This drives my boyfriend crazy because he wants to be Mr. Wonderful in my life. He and my dad have talked about my dad uh, stepping back and my dad told him if he stepped up and asked me to marry him, then that would solve everything. My dad knows that neither of us wants to be married again and we're content in our relationship. My boyfriend's children are 30 and 28 years old and they both moved back home because they're still trying to find employment and they blame COVID for not working. I can't spend time over at his house because his daughter doesn't keep a clean house. And quite frankly, the kids don't want me over there. So uh, here we are. And there's always the question, your place or mine, when we want to be together. He tells me to talk to my dad and I tell him to talk to his grown children. Please help us settle this because I love my dad and he loves his sorry grown children. Why is he letting his children come between us like this? Hmm. All right. Two grown people ages 57 and 62 can't have company in their own homes. I mean, they're grown. Okay. This is a major problem. Your house guests are running your houses. I, I just think uh, they're, they're not supposed to be setting the rules for your house unless you guys can't afford or uh, uh, to go to a motel or a hotel on a regular basis, something's got to give at this point. I mean, 
I, I just, <laughs> you know, I guess your so-called boyfriend uh, hasn't figured this out. Uh, maybe he's not as into you as you think, because I would think a man would find some kind of way to see you, some kind of way, and it wouldn't be sneaking around in the garage late at night. I mean, I don't know why he doesn't just tell his grown kids to chill and clean up the house because he's having a guest over, unless he isn't trying to do all of that. That's just what it seems to me. He doesn't want to do all of that with you. Your father already told him to marry you, step it up and marry you, and he hasn't. That just doesn't sound like a Mr. Wonderful to me. I think you need to figure that out and um, uh, maybe break up with this guy because if he wanted you, I think he'd find a way to have you. Steve? Uh, This letter, to me, reeks with ignorance. (laughs) Let me start with the ages of the people in the letter. You got a 62-year-old man and you got a 57-year-old woman. If you total that up, that's 119 years of living. Damn. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Now, my wife and I, if you total our age, as a matter of fact, let me look at that. You're looking at, y'all got 119 years of living experience. Me and my wife got a total of uh, 122 years of living experience. Mm-hmm. You all, as Shirley said, are too old to be having to have company. <laughs> I just don't understand this. <laughs> two old ass people asking permission. Yeah. Can they have company? So you two old fools have reverted into your life. Now, I know as we get older, some things go back to the way they used to be. You used to pee on yourself as a little boy. You pee on yourself as an old man. I I, I see it happening. You ain't got that much hair when you a baby. Your hair go away when your ass get old. (laughs) Somebody got to help you up and down the steps when you a baby. Mm Mm-hmm. Somebody got to help you up and down the steps when your ass is old. So I got that part. Okay. But you should own more in your older age than you do in your younger age. Right. See, you can't be living at your mama house as a baby and then be living at your mama house as a grown-ass man. Mm-hmm. You can't be, I, I guess you can be a daddy's girl your whole life because this woman claims that she's a daddy's girl. You're right. actually a daddy's old woman. <laughs> That's actually what you are. You're not daddy's girl no more. You're daddy's old woman girl. So when I come back, we'll get into the particulars of this conversation about these two old-ass people, this 62-year-old man that has his grown kids living with him and a 57-year-old woman has got her old-ass daddy living with her. And we found out that the old-ass daddy's got to live with her because the mama put him out. Why yeah. did she put him out and your ass take him in? We'll be back with all of you. Yes, we will, Steve. Coming up at 23 minutes after the hour, we'll have part two of your response. Today's Strawberry Letter, your place or mine. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, your place or mine? All right, here we go. Now, we got a 57-year-old woman that's got a boyfriend that's 62. Both of them are divorced. His grown children live with him, and the lady's father lives with her. She's 57, got her daddy living with her. He's 62, got his two grown kids. And they can't catch a break when it's time to be intimate. That's what this whole damn thing is about. She said, I tried to sneak out to the garage late at night, and I had my boyfriend and had my boyfriend meet me there. I don't know who in their 60s like to be in the garage, but right. it just don't sound that attractive to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to be able to That's hold sexy. you up on the car like I used to. <laughs> you know, if you slide off, you're probably going to hit the ground. And I just had this car waxed. Now, we got some problems here. We got I just, hundred, we, I just got this car waxing. You can't keep your ass up on it no more like I used to. Now, if I was new, you was a coming out of had it rubbed out and put some prime on it. Uh-huh. Right, if I knew right. we was going to be out here and we needed to get up on this car. But anyway. Uh, and I tried to sneak out into the garage, but if my dad hears the alarm chime, he's up and at him. Trying to go see what's going on. So this woman, this old ass woman, then snuck her boyfriend into her bedroom one night. And the next morning, your daddy bust through the door to tell me that he had cooked breakfast. Mm. God. So daddy walk in to see daddy girl in in there being a grown ass woman. Mm Mm-hmm. So now I can't put him out because my mom did. Let's stop right here. So now we found out where her daddy lived with her because her mama put him out. Mm-hmm. So your daddy did something at 62 to get put out. Most people don't put 60-year-old people out. Most people trying to find somewhere for 60-year-old people to stay. So what did your old ass daddy do to mess around and get his ass put out at 62? You know he what he done did. something dumb like he was 22. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I can't put him out because my mom did. I don't want to hurt his feelings because I've always been a daddy's girl. Once again, if you damn near mm-hmm. 60, you can call yourself a daddy's girl if you want to, but you really mm-hmm. a daddy's old woman. <laughs> but at my age, it's time for him to cut me loose so I can have some fun. See, it's not him that's hanging on to you. Mm-hmm. It seems to me like it's you that's hanging on to him. You didn't have to put him in your house. He can go back over there and beg his way back up on your mama. Mm. I was married forever, and after my divorce, he became overprotective of me. This drives my boyfriend crazy because he wants to be Mr. Wonderful in my life. Now, he and my dad have talked about my dad stepping back, and my dad told him if he stepped up and asked me to marry him, that I would solve everything. See, you can't be Mr. Wonderful, but you don't want to act wonderful. That's what the old school player is saying. Mm-hmm. My dad knows that neither of us wants to be married again. Why that is, I don't know. And we're content in our relationship. My boyfriend's children are 30 and 28, and they both moved back home because they're still trying to find employment, and they blame COVID for not working. I can't spend time over at his house because his daughter doesn't keep a clean house, and quite frankly, the kids don't want me over there. That's because you ain't their mama. But they too damn old to be using that as an excuse because you ain't their mama. 
you they daddy's side piece. Mm. Mm. And they know that. And they probably blaming you for the reason. Somebody getting blamed for the reason that the man ain't with their mama. It, it's very confusing. This is all stupid. Let me just tell you what you need to do. Uh, please help us settle this because I love my dad and he loves his sorry grown-ass children. Why is he letting his children come between us like that? Well, the reason he's letting his kids come between y'all like that is because you letting your daddy come between y'all like that. And y'all old and stupid people, so you doing it, I'm doing it. You don't want to get mad, I ain't getting mad. You got some people at your house, we got some people at my house. You want to sneak out to the garage, I want to lay in your bed. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's just on and on and on and on. Yeah, That's the reason y'all's old ass is divorced and don't want to get married again because you don't know how to be married. Mm. Hmm. So now, you done wrote us and you want us to answer a question that we can't answer for you. Your daddy staying with you because your stupid ass daddy did something to your mama and your mama put him out. <laughs> your stupid ass. Now, he over there at your, your stupid old ass man went in there and done something <laughs> dumb, got his ass put out. Who get put out at 62? Mm-hmm. You get put out when you're in your 20s and 30s, early 40s. Once you're in your 50s, it's too late to get put out. Get your dumb ass to deep. <laughs> now, his kids is 30 and 28 coming back home because of COVID. COVID going to be with us. You lost your job two years ago when COVID first started. Get your ass out of here. Put your mask on and get your ass out. <laughs> That's got to ask permission so they can have company. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Leave your Daddy, comments. what you in there doing? We in my house. <laughs> Leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and uh, at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Up next, it is Sports Talk with Junior at 46 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, Shirley, but let me just let the people know in Dallas that I'm still coming seven days away. We doing it at the April Fool's Comedy Jam, April 1st at the Texas Trust Theater, Ticketmaster.com. Bruce, Bruce, Bill, Bill, me, myself, along with Ryan Davis and Shantae Wayans. We're going to be in the building. It's the April Fool's Comedy Jam. Get your tickets. All right, yeah. listen, the biggest thing going on in sports right now, man, I can't believe this move on. You over there, you ain't seen this, huh? Deshaun Watson going to the Browns. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's all he know. That, that's all he know right now because he in Dubai, he ain't seen this. But Tyreek Hill had been traded to the Miami Dolphins from the Chiefs to the Dolphins. I know. From the Chiefs to the Dolphins, man. Boy with the foot speed. The cheetah. Yeah. Yeah. Human cheetah. (laughs) Yeah, it's gone down to the Miami Dolphins for five draft picks. Man, they gave up everything to get Tyreek. Man, they gave up a 22, uh, the first round pick this year, a second round pick for this year, a fourth round pick this year. And then next year, they got to give up two of. Two, uh, fourth round pick and a sixth round pick off of this one player. Then they gave him a new contract. Um, this boy he hit the he hit the money. Four years, 120 million with 72 million guaranteed. God, dog, wow. that boy now now he gonna have the stats to match four them years, numbers. Four, four years for how much, Junior? 120 million, but 72 million of it is guaranteed. The rest is incentives. So he got God. 72 million guaranteed. Uh all yeah, that I say, man, he gonna know it's gonna be a different from who gonna throw him that ball, cause. It's going to be a lot different from Patrick Mahomes down to Tua. Uh, 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 what's his name? Tua? T- 
to a tiger. A lot of balls he been catching ain't gonna make it to it. <laughs> it's not gonna. It's not gonna get there. You gonna need to. You gonna need to use a lot of that cheetah speed to find <laughs> that damn them. ball now. Yeah, cause they not gonna be right there. You gonna have to run them down. So uh, man, that's just one of the things. Man, I thought, I thought just that's crazy. I don't see how you gave him up, uh, but hey, he down in dog. He, uh, down in I ain't head, never so. seen nobody give up. Also, that much uh, it's an update. Uh, <laughs> update. Let me just give an update on Brittany Griner's situation, man. She has been contacted okay. uh, by the U.S. Embassy. They went to go visit her, and uh, they said that she's in good condition. So she's over in Russia, still held up. We don't know when she's getting out. They said she could be looking up to ten years uh, in jail mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I mean, for that little law. for that yeah. law, man, ten. And that's Russia. You don't take nothing to Russia. You just don't. You that go ashy. You you don't yeah. take no kind of oil. <laughs> you don't take <laughs> no kind of oil. I think baby oil, uh, cocoa, that's, that's, nut, that's, oil, nothing. Cocoa butter lotion, man. nothing. You don't take. <laughs> no man, that just I just hate that happening. But it's some countries that don't do that. I mean, I feel sorry for. Her. I think it's a, a, the the punishment yeah. definitely don't fit the crime. In that sister's case, that's just right. overkill. It, doesn't, it, it yeah. does not fit, but so, man, we praying for it's him because of this home. conflict. Yeah, on. yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Using All right, Junior. Thank you. Coming up at the good top job, of the Junior. hour, we'll look into the mind of your good friend J. Anthony Brown, Steve. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, please introduce your buddy, Jay Anthony Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, it's dark in there. (laughs) It's demented in there. Not that dark. It has some bitter places in there. (laughs) Yes, it does. Hell of a comedy (laughs) room in there. Okay, okay, everybody. The most recognized. Jay Anthony, shut your damn mouth. (laughs) Damn mouth. Okay, okay, here we go. Anthony Brown. Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. The most recognized picture in the Bible, the most recognized picture in the Bible would have to be the Last Supper. Right. True. Wouldn't you, uh, would most people agree that it would be the Last Supper? Yes. I would say it's the Last Supper. Anyway, in my mind, we were not there. So here are some things that I'm saying could have been said at the Last Supper. We were not there. Nobody okay. was there. It could have been Don't. said. Don't. Here we go. Here we I go. I may not participate Sorry. in this joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just listen. I got it. Just, just listen. Sorry I'm late. What did I miss? <laughs> oh. Could have been said at the Last Supper. Could y'all sit back so we can see? Could have been said at the Last Supper. <laughs> Could have been said at the Last Supper. Jesus, could you talk louder? We can't hear it out on the end. All right. Could have been said. Mm-hmm. Could have been okay. said. Could have been said. Here we go. Mm-hmm. This seating arrangement better than a round table? I'm just saying. Okay. All right. How, how long we got to stand still for this damn picture? Okay. All right. <laughs> They're drawing it. Here we go. Could have been said right. at the Last Supper. Make mine to go. All right. That, we weren't there. We, oh, wow. The all right. Could have been said at the Last Supper. Is that one loaf going to be enough for everybody? Okay. Uh, Could have been said. Could have been said. 
could have been said at the last supper, this is a very nice dinner, but checks would have been better. Checks would have been better. I'm, I'm ready to jump in. If you uh-huh. All right, all right, all right. I got, I got a couple more. I'm, I'm going to save you some room, all right? No, 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 no. The check goes to the guy in the middle. The guy in the middle. That's those. <laughs> Jesus. And last, last but not least, Steve, I know you got one. Uh-uh, hold up, hold up. He's not doing any healing today. Let the man eat in peace. So just hop your ass back over there and sit down, okay? <laughs> okay. Steve. Jump okay, like let me I jump like in it. here. Something that could have been said at the last supper. Mm-hmm. Oh, ain't no more lamb. <laughs> mess. It could have been said. Here's something else that uh-huh. could have been said. Why he always get to sit next to Jesus? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know somebody said that. And the last one I want to say is this one right here. What? Yo. Judas don't need to be served. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We can jump in there. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, ain't no sense in us praying if he already here, right? I, we don't need to pray, dude, because he, he here. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. June, <laughs> you got one? Yeah. This could have been said. I ain't really like the meal. Ooh. 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 I got Ooh. I got the, I got the last one. Yeah. Come on. Something that could have been said at the last supper. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Jesus and his boy. That's what happens when you go into the mind of J. Anthony Brown. You never know what's going to happen. And he drags Uh, you right down there with him. Yeah, coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so this week there were more than 5,000 reports of tornadoes from Texas and Oklahoma to Mississippi, Louisiana, and Alabama. According to NOAA Storm Prediction Center, uh, authorities are assessing the damage and residents are cleaning up across parts of the South after homes were ripped apart, cars flipped over, and at least two people died. Our prayers are going out to those affected, of course, and the American Red Cross specializes in disaster relief. You can help the Red Cross help storm victims by donating today at redcross.org. That's redcross.org. A lot of storms. Louisiana, wow. I mean, New Orleans got it bad, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 New Orleans really did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just parts. Yeah, they really, really did. Yeah. Whew. They didn't need that. Ugh. Mm-mm. Too much going on in the world right now. Yeah, but again, if you want to help, uh, redcross.org, redcross.org. Yeah. The storms are Carla, deadly, man. Yeah. Global warming. Um, it's real. Mm-hmm. It's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if they tell you to leave, yeah. people, go no ahead and leave. Don't it's just, it's just it. good to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't try to hang in and ride it out. Now, always those people, I'm going to ride it out, you know. Well, you don't know about a tornado. Well, a tornado, you to, you have no just, choice. Yeah. It's too fast. A hurricane. Fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, you get warnings. 
beforehand. <clears throat> but um, yeah. All right. All right, guys. Thank you. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. It is time for a round of Would You Rather. Let's jump right in. Would you rather silent treatment from your mate or would you rather argue with your mate? Just solve it with an argument. All right. Hey, would you rather? You'd rather silent treatment? Yeah, give me silent. <laughs> I knew yeah. you I would want that silent. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, would you rather your mate initiate sex every time, or would you rather skip sex for a year? Your mate initiates sex uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, every Touch time, me. or you skip mm. sex. Yeah. What Everybody doing initiate? those years? Touch me. Get, get oh, started. Kiss me. Man, go a whole year. <laughs> Just raise up against me. Whatever it takes. Yes. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. Would you would you rather give an ex five hundred thousand dollars? B. Or would you rather <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Or listen, would you rather give an ex five hundred thousand dollars or would you rather sleep with an ex just one more time? A <laughs> Change your mind. Huh? Oh, nobody yeah, want to go back yeah, to that right ex, man. You were so sure, though, Steve. Initially, that ex is for a reason, boy. Yeah. Hey, here, right, congratulations. So Buy a house, get a McDonald's, do whatever you need to do. A McDonald's? You getting a franchise? Uh, yeah. Jay. I haven't heard from you. Uh, if we could lower that price, we might go work something out. Man, if you could come down on that price, that that five hundred dollars, five hundred thousand. So right now you're finna sleep steep. with her then. So you're gonna sleep. <laughs> that's with what, your that's what you're leaning exactly. towards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to work out a price that's reasonable. For that's both the of price. Us. I tell you what. I tell yeah. you what though, Jay. That was woo. That, boy, that was boy. <laughs> How was you? I'd have to consider going on back. That one came through. I said, yeah, Jantony Brown in the building. It was nice. Woo, boy, let me tell you. All right, so would you rather be kissed on the lips by a complete stranger or would you rather be licked on the lips by a dog? I ain't doing I don't do dogs. No. No, you can go on and give me yeah. that stranger. Just yeah. let me pick him. A stranger in COVID? Hey. Yeah. hey. That dog. That dog. You know, I don't you know. They say dog's mouths are cleaner than humans. I'm not going to hurt I don't know, know who told you that. Who I don't know who that told you that. But I've seen say. a dog lick some things. <laughs> and if he lick mm-hmm. your lips, you wake up in the morning, your lips will be on the pillow. <laughs> Just fall <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. That is our round of Would You Rather for today. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, it's our last break of the day. And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is our last break of the day of the week on this Friday. It's been a good day. Fun day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. thought about it earlier when Jay did the Last Supper, things that may have been said <laughs> on the Last Supper. Oh. <laughs> Could have been said. 
Yeah. Jesus, can you make a little more wine? We done ran out, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Interesting week. Um been watching those yeah. Senate confirmation hearings for Katanji Brown Jackson. She's doing the smartest person in the room. She's doing extremely well. Her confirmation yes, is, is uh-huh. in the bag, man. They can fight this all they want, but that's this is she's more qualified. She's she has then more qualifications than mm-hmm. half of the judges that's on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. She's more mm-hmm. qualified than anybody asking her the questions. And the Republicans, oh, it's just yeah. amazing how they take these bar, 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 bar whatever that word is. Bipartisan. Bipartisan. How, how they take those damn stances. Democrats, too, when they don't want a Republican in, they do mm-hmm. the same thing. I'm so sick of this mess. Anyway, I got some great news for you guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I want you know, Well, it's not, not news. I just want to share something with you for my closing remarks because mm-hmm. I want to talk to people who are not finding joy and waking up in the morning. I want to talk to people who are not uh, living the life of excitement that they like to live. I'm talking to that person. And it's a lot of them. If you've lost your enthusiasm for life, if you're not waking up excited to wake up, if you're just, you're just in the doldrums, you find yourself in the rut, I have some advice for you. I have some good news. You can stop feeling Indulgums, the life like your life is indulgence. You can stop feeling like your life is in a rut. You can stop waking up on the wrong side of the bed. You can stop waking up and not being excited about waking up. Because I want to share something. Remember when you were a kid and Christmas Eve came? You could not sleep, man, in anticipation of what you might get under that tree. I remember when it was time to take a field trip in school, the night before, man, you could not wait to wake up and get down there because you was going on the field trip. I remember, man, when they moved gym to first class, I couldn't wait to go to school so I could go to gym. It was the one one class I was guaranteed I was going to get an A in because I just gym, physical education. So that's because I woke up with the expectation. A lot of people have lost that as they've gotten older. People wake up unenthusiastic about waking up. People wake up in the doldrums. People wake up on the wrong side of the bed. People wake up, man, just like their life is in a rut. I have a solution for you. If you've lost your enthusiasm and you don't look or expect anything, that's the problem. It's just like when you were a kid. So if you've lost your enthusiasm for waking up, it's because when you're waking up, you're not looking for anything. You don't have anything that you're expecting. You think there's nothing on the other side of this daylight called morning. Well, I have a solution for that. Since you used to be so excited at Christmas, you used to be so excited on a field trip, you used to be so excited to go on a date used to be so excited man to go to this class and had this little girl or this little boy in it so excited when you were about to buy your car so excited when you was that these are things man your first game 
your first sporting event you played in, the first time you cheered, you were so excited. Here's what you do. You should wake up in the morning to see what God has for you. Are you listening to me? You should wake up in the morning to see what God has for you. See, if you if see you used to be enthusiastic because you knew what was gonna happen. You thought about what you get for Christmas. You thought about the field trip. You thought about that new bike. You thought about buying a car. You thought about the date. Well, God gives you this gift every day. He wakes you up. He gives you a brand new 24. That's an incredible gift to get every day, y'all. And the reason he gives you that gift when he wakes you up is because he's not through with you yet. I've said this a thousand times. So if now, if you can understand this, start looking at it this way, that God is not through with you yet, how about this? How about when you wake up, you wake up to see what God has for you? I promise you, if you start waking up with the expectation, the enthusiasm to see what God has for you, it'll change the way you wake up. I do it all the time. I wake up to see what God has for me. I wake up to see what God going to do for me. And this is for everybody. This ain't for the well-off or the people who are overly blessed. All of you are blessed if you still here. But you got to change the way you look at this gift called tomorrow, this gift called this morning, man. You have to wake up to see what God has for you. If you start waking up to see what God has for you, guess what's going to happen? He going to show you. He going to give it to you. But if you don't live your life in expectation, that there is nothing to expect. All you got to do is change that, man. Wake up to see what God has for you. That will change you position in life. Those are my closing remarks. Hope you got something from it. If you didn't, we'll do another one uh, next week. Okay. Okay. Listen. Talk to God, everybody. He'd love to hear from you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, Well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish Sussman, every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. 
Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.